All right, so here we are, uh, E-Money, social distancing. Social distancing. We're six feet apart, for yes, sure. we are. We're about to do this show. Um, I, I heard there's gonna be a run-in. I've heard rumors. I don't know, it could be fake news, but there are rumors of a, a run-in. It's gonna happen. It, it happens. Do you know anything about this guy? Oh, yeah. I've heard he's, a, like, suppose, well, I know the, the guy that's coming on tonight. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, like, prescriptive. Yes. But this guy, I don't know who's coming in tonight. Well, there's always surprise guests. Let's go with the flow. <laughs> you know what? If you're going to bring in a mystery guest, you don't go for Chisler's List. We're going for something old school. You ready? Yeah. Let's you ready do to it. bring it back? Let's do it. Let's get to the weekend social. My internet What's connection is unstable, much like my uh, mental state. <laughs> <laughs> Never bested Fireforge Proven Masterpiece featuring the Husky Wig Tag Team Podcast Champions of the World. We are sounding the alarm for incoming badassitude from Chateau Lake Chisel, located in the gorgeous, breathtaking town of Georgia known as Roswell. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in tonight. This is episode number 24 of the Weekend Social, and we have not one, but two outstanding guest hosts here to rock your world, and we will introduce them in a matter of minutes. But first, let's welcome the co host with the most host back to the table no longer virtually the mizzle to your fizzle introducing first the man to my right standing in the green corner one half of the husky weight tag team podcast champions of the world aspiring in squirrel extermination without rabies vaccinations proven that podcasted and backflipping pulled the motherfucking puss the home office colossus the pride and joy of the hayfields of ohio lord of the house roswellian and king of the north he is he So, man, you know what? It's been two. It's been two months. Social. Well, we'll do it. We'll do it. Social. We get social. It's been two months since we've done a weekend social in person. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. Two months since Dennis Rodman the dog has punched you in the dick. <laughs> it's been. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. I don't think Dennis Rodman the dog has been that excited since ever. Yeah, he's like somebody's in my house. Holy yep. shit. Well, so good to have you back in the building. We are being responsible, ladies and gentlemen. We are actually measured distance six feet apart from one another. I know that Georgia has led the charge in stupidity by relaxing social <laughs> guidelines, but we are doing the right thing. Visual Bit Audio Podcast sitting on the table is a, uh, a two prize possessions that the Chisler has scored. Disinfecting wipes and some high quality hand sanitizer. We are taking the precautions here. Ladies and gentlemen, I have sanitized this entire room, given it a complete hazmat shakedown. We're in good shape. Yeah, and I'll still piss outside. Very cool. <laughs> it is the weekend social, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Very good, E-Money. Well, what do you say we collect some nickels and dimes, my partner in crime? Hell yeah, let's get this going. I am your master of ceremonies, the engineer of the weekend social train, desperate to keep it on the tracks. The creepy, plastered, old-ass bastard, double-fisting, eyebrow-missing, level-maxing, rule-relaxing, two-buck-chucking, motherfucking, Agent of change, you can believe in it, put in your piggy bank. And the high priest of the church of pinching pennies, I am the Chisler. See the money, let's count your bills, y'all. When it sticks in the bed of goodwill stock. Pinch your pennies, with the coupon. Bring me tears while I'm popping by the time's off. See the money, time to pull the Chisler 316 says I'm about to kick some podcast ass. Can I get a hell yeah? 
Very nice. E-Money, you want to hit them with the show notes? The show notes have everything you need. A summary of the topics we talk about, links to the articles we mentioned, where to contact us, whether it be Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email. Rate and review us wherever you can listen to us and send us your feedback. We love it. Well said, bro. So last episode of the weekend social, we had Silent J in the house again. Didn't roll out a $100 winner, but <laughs> an awesome time with that dude, regardless. Every time he comes in, comes in completely natural, completely calm. Hell yeah. I, that kid is a 100% podcast natural, straight up good dude. If you haven't checked that episode out, make sure you do after this one. Thanks again, Silent J. One yeah. last thing, E-Money. Next episode, episode 25, marks one year of the weekend social. Holy it's, shit. It's going to be a big show. And here's a preview of what what you can expect. One year ago, two men embarked on a journey. One, a retired veteran. Last time that you heard the Chiseler, about four years ago, so I'm getting the rust off of the podcast and voice and talking and doing. And one up-and-comer. This is your first podcast ever. I feel like a total dork right now. Two brave souls reconnected with old friends. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I saw Tasman for the first time in, I think, about four years. Fought through their pain. Did it give you relief? The no, massage? No, none. Shat their pants. I'm short. It's a fart that turns into a little bit of oops. I'm gonna go ahead and let one out, and it's like fucking like warm pudding in my pants. Learn the rules of the game. What's the number one rule of the weekend social? Don't trust a fart. The number two rule of the weekend social is Don't trust a fart. Together they became podcasting champions of the world. Now, one year later, they're ready to do it all again. Establish new rules, crown new podcast champions, and get back to the roots to where it all began. Coming soon, the second season of The Weekend Social. And for their 25th episode, joined by the first guest host ever to appear on The Weekend Social, the one, the only, Mr. And with that, let's buckle up, ladies and troglodytes, because where we're going, we don't need roads. And introduce our special guest host here with us for this evening. Joining us tonight, making his way to the podcasting squared circle for his first appearance on the Weekend Social. Another friend to E-Money from way back. Ready to prescribe a regiment of comedy, badass, and calculated brilliance. The man who is living proof that you can't spell OPP without a PPO. Other doctors like Dre's, Oz's, Jay's, and Detroit's fear this man. Ladies and gentlemen, turn your head and call because the doctor will see you now. Show the doctor, your mystery partner for this evening. His tag team partner making his way to the podcast squared circle, the international man of mystery. Strawberry intrigue and slinging comedy with sniper-like precision hailing from the beaches of Sarasota, Florida. He likes his sobriety shaken, not stirred. Make no mistake, his secret service code number means he has a license to drink. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Double O One. the weekend social oh, well cheers weekend social to you guys oh yeah <laughs> so real quick let's go ahead and start with 001 your first appearance on the weekend social why don't you tell the fans a little bit about yourself what you do ish how old you are ish anything you would like them to know about you and what you're interested in i live in uh sarasota tampa area uh i'm a uh, software consultant and i'm like 40 ish it's the issues and doctor you're obviously in the medical profession but why don't you tell the fans a bit about yourself as well <laughs> I'm a, a doctor. I have a doctoral degree in the medical field. Very nice. Are you guys both friends with E-Money from way back? 
Yeah, well, well I've known I've known Double O One for a long time. He's been in the friend group forever. Yeah, since the early two thousands. Not back quite as far as as no. I, but yeah, I was born in Atlanta. Oh, right on. Very nice. So you were born here in Atlanta. What area of Atlanta? Dunwoody. Very cool. Sandy Springs. Nice. Got a lot in common. I like this guy. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, glad you guys have taken your time to join us this evening. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Let's go ahead and start with a question that, since the quarantine, we have been asking in lieu of the normal question, but it's the most apropos. Doctor, how's social distancing been treating you it's kind of sucks <laughs> i'm working from home now i got my kids climbing the walls i'm not sure they're going to survive this <laughs> <laughs> so i've met you before and i've met your kids they are very high energy yes for sure. <laughs> have there been any very cataclysmic incidents how many times have mm -hmm. the near freakouts uh, been avoided daily okay very <laughs> nice we just throw one out the back door and lock it you're not alone <laughs> together okay uh, trust me <laughs> yeah. there's there's other people dealing with the same old shit. Go swimming in yeah, the pool. Go throw rocks. Go do something. <laughs> what has been your, your biggest outlet during this whole, whole social distancing? Besides alcohol? Alcohol and cooking off the fucking table. Like, <laughs> same with fucking puzzles, okay? We have one yeah. hanging up here. Actually, we've done more puzzles in this house in the last month than like the rest of our life combined. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is a 2,000 piece puzzle. I will never yeah. fucking touch another puzzle in my life. I'd rather cut off a fucking hand. I did a thousand piece puzzle of sushi Ugh. of sushi it all looks the fucking same we're working on a, a thousand piece nemo puzzle right now oh there uh, you go that one's gonna be uh especially with all oh. that orange <laughs> oh my god we did a, a thousand piece baby yoda puzzle last week that was brutal yeah that's that awesome brutal. this one was a yeah. straight up kick in the dick <laughs> the ocean been a absolutely my wife took <laughs> the ocean and the sky and i did everything else the freaking town though was brutal because there's so many gotcha pieces yeah. it's like two colors of two color pieces that's it when i did the, the last puzzle the baby yoda piece i pulled out 27 pieces that were the exact same shape <laughs> god oh damn it literally <laughs> interchangeable would fit into the same spot similar color literally the exact same piece no way <laughs> so aside from puzzles drinking and and uh cooking uh anything that you have found to keep your sanity or is, is that doing it for you boating at least we can go on the boat we can do that so. very nice so you guys are now broadcasting live from Siesta Key, right? From Sarasota, where I don't live on Siesta Key, but it's half a mile that way. <laughs> that's Siesta Key. Fuck it. That's yeah. ish. That's, yeah. that's more of the ish. That's more of the ish. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, 001, what have you been doing during this quarantine era? Uh, social distancing treating you okay? Not as bad as him, but I work from home in the first place. So Very nice. Um, so no change in routine. Weekend, I've probably been drinking a little more and not going and doing anything during the weekend. Other than that, it's been more or less the same. How about you? Do you have kids to speak of? No kids that I know of. Or yet. <laughs> Not in this yeah. area, kind of. <laughs> E money. Same question. This is the third episode in a row. Social distancing treating you all right? Uh, it's doing pretty good. I'm knocking out the projects, man. E money has been kicking ass. Goddamn Bob Vila over here. Tim the Toolman Taylor, like <laughs> knocking shit off the fuck me list. Trying like a fucking Every time assassin. I knock one off, Honey Badger throws one back on. So I'm just like fuck. Yep. It never stops growing, even though I'm knocking them off. But hey, I'm getting there. You guys know about the list? Yeah. There's no reason to try and get stuff done because no matter how much you do or how fast there's always more you know the movie American History X you know and they're in there folding sheets and he meets homeboy he's like why are you so mad at these sheets fold them so quick no matter how many you fold they're just going to bring more in yep <laughs> just chill or it's like any episode of Lost any question that you answer yeah. you get two more fucking questions that's E-Money's fuck me list <laughs> pretty much how's the family doing are they are they starting to relax their social distancing policies as well uh we're trying to the teenage daughter she's been seeing more friends but they still socially distance in car groups how about wheels uh wheels did today it's his first time like kind of out of the house and he went bike riding so i guess to play baseball or something like that all we know is it had to be a socially distant sport it was not wrestling Yep. It's the best thing about or this. jumping on the trampoline. Any freaking time the boys get together, it's like one of them like ends up in a headlock and a bloody nose. There's no Something. stopping it. It's yeah. like, come on, we're going to wrestle anyway. That's what happens in middle school. Absolutely. Well, uh, anything else, 001? Got nothing for it. 
Anything else, the doctor? That's our excitement. Drinking, eating, puzzles, and voting. Anything else, E-Money? No, let's get it going, man. Well, then let's don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious into our mini-news segment that we call... Quick Fix. Very nice, E-Money. How about I lead us off tonight? Okay, let's go for it. I found this link in one of the forums that I frequent, and it's a really interesting read. Now, albeit it is a bit dated, but that's the whole point. It's 20 years old. The title of the article is What You Need to Know in 2020 That You Don't Know Now. And it was dated back on September 30th in the year 2000 by Joseph Dagnese. I think it's how you pronounce his name. Dagnese. Sure. Sure. So these are predictions. You've seen all those like popular mechanics from like the 60s predicting flying cars and shit. Never happened. Well, this is a really good time capsule of what they thought the year 2020 was going to be like in the year 2000. There's a couple really interesting predictions in there. Check out the article. The link will be in the show notes. But here are some of the key items. He predicted that in 2020, you're going to need to know how to talk to your house. Ooh, yeah. That's pretty fucking badass. So, you know, robot maids, you know, we've got Alexa and, uh, sorry, I gotta be quiet. Got Alexa and Siri. Okay, <laughs> Google. Alright, so there's there's some accuracy there. He also said that you would have to learn how to drive with a more automated car. So, not what? a fully automated, because he was trying to be realistic, more automated that would assist your driving, stop you <laughs> from hitting certain things, <laughs> to parallel park, for example, all of which are regularly available on vehicles now. You will have to Identify yourself using biometrics for access or as identification to get on a plane. Now, he said eyes, and the iris is in your eyes, but it's still pretty accurate. Yeah. Getting away from, you know, passwords and, and paper identification. Yeah. You're going to have to be extremely careful with electronic data, and he calls out privacy concerns, you know, cookies and potential spying on you and people finding out about stuff. Stop listening to me, Facebook. He also mentions genetic mapping to proactively identify health risks. This is 10 years before any of the 23andMe or whatever existed. Oh, hell yeah. Pretty good. That's pretty impressive. Now, he also said that there would be a growing technology gap. So while it may favor wealthier nations, areas would be left behind. And poorer countries and poorer people would actually grow in number because the population would be growing, predicting almost a billion people starving. And as of today, it's closer to 800 70 million. So he was pretty dead on there, too. Now, here's it's sad. Here's here's a good one that he <laughs> called out. Quote, you will always need to know if the facts you've dredged up are accurate or truthful. Hashtag fake news. <laughs> and then there's this one referring to potential terrorism opportunities. Quote, tomorrow's Kaczynski will be able to concoct harmful viruses and insinuate them into the food supply or perhaps release pathogens in public places. And that, my Wuhan clan motherfuckers, is my motherfucking... Quick there you go. Damn. Oh, that's a horrible one. What do yeah. you say about the uh, Powerball numbers for this weekend? It's, it was no gray sports almond act, man. It was close. <laughs> what was that dude's name again? Joseph DeSegne. We're gonna fuck up the pronunciation, but damn, that was that was pretty awesome. Yeah, seriously, if that guy's not buying stocks, he's doing something wrong. He should be. Yeah. <laughs> well, E-Money, what do you have for your bitness of quickness for us tonight? This shit is kind of crazy, but the coronavirus affects us all differently. This lady, 93-year-old woman, gets 150 cans of beer delivered to her door after viral plea for more beer. What state? Pennsylvania. Very nice. So really close. So we could, where we, I grew up, we don't have that opportunity here. The, uh, beer yeah. Dude, I want to go viral and get a whole bunch of beer delivered to my front door, too. Yeah, I need to put a sign in my window. Yeah. Beer. Yeah, we need to put this shit on Facebook and all over need the place beer. and just plea for beer. Need beer. Need beer. Fuck. Put a sign yeah. in your window, take a picture well, of it, and put it on the interwebs. It worked for this lady. I mean, she's got people just sending her bottles and bottles of beer. Just say you have a 100-year-old lady living in there. Nobody will know Seriously, three words. Grandma needs beer. Yeah, grandma <laughs> needs beer. Okay. So how did she... It's like young kid needs beer. Youngest kid needs beer. They're not going to give it to you. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> you won't. They might, but you don't want to drink that beer. Okay, so how did she get popular? Like, where did she post this to? Dude, she put it on a cheeky whiteboard message. I have no idea. Cheeky how... whiteboard. Is cheekywhiteboard.com? Uh, probably. <laughs> Something like that. that Some relatively... Yeah. <laughs> That's Peaky Blinders. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, she likes Coors Light, okay. and I like White Claws. Just so everybody knows, in case, you're gonna deliver me beer. <laughs> if you see money in his, uh, yeah. But then we'd have to give like away addresses, and then uh, yeah, you get some stuff. 
I'll, I'll never get a PO box. A he didn't like. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hell yeah! And you, that, my friends, is my thirty minutes or less <laughs> will get you fucked up. Quick bit. Very nice. You guys have like beer delivery down there in Florida, Doctor? Uh, we do actually. They can bring. They'll bring it to to the door if you want a twenty four pack. That's badass. Yeah, we can order liquor. That that actually had that before this whole craziness. See, we've never been able to do that here in the state of Georgia. Actually, it was about 10 years ago that we were able to buy beer or liquor on Sundays. Oh, yeah. We moved there in uh, 2008 and uh, just rolled into Kroger on Sunday to like get beer for football. It's like all like caution taped off and shit. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? fuck is this? Can't get it. They're like, they're like, what are you doing? You can't buy beer on Sunday. We're like, why not? Biggest goddamn bummer ever. What do you mean? I drank all my beer Saturday. I get my Sunday beer on Sunday. Yeah, and who who can who can plan for like, okay, my Saturday consumption will be X, my Sunday consumption <laughs> will be Y, and the total amount of beer that I need to buy is this. You no, never can tell what football games calculus. are going to be on. <laughs> I, I wish I took that class in college, <laughs> that math class, instead of differential equations. Yeah, like put the Sunday beer in the garage refrigerator with a padlock on it until Sunday. <laughs> until you get all exactly. fucked up on Saturday night and you're like, oh, shit, I'm going to break into this. So you mentioned something, doctor, <clears throat> fake IDs. So I was out, picked up a couple of cases of Money Claw when I went out to the store today. I had my face mask on. Still doing the good six feet distance from everybody. Was doing self-checkout. The guy comes over to look at my fucking ID. I'm like, how the fuck? My phone can't even tell what I look like. And you're telling me that you know that that's me under this mask? It has got to be fake ID central time. You want beer and you're 17? You can get fucking as drunk as you want because you can wear a face mask. Just have to have yeah. a 21-year-old's license. <laughs> and that, that's because of the weekend social care, ladies and gentlemen. That's our tip for you. Yeah. Stock up now. That's your differential equation. <laughs> <laughs> How much do I need for the next X years? Do either of you guys wear masks? I do when I go to like the which I haven't gone very much, but like to the grocery store or to West Marine. Word. I didn't wear a mask to the pub tonight because how would I eat my burger and drink my beer? I don't leave my house enough to, to use. Yeah, well, have you read anything uh, recently that would qualify for a bitness of quickness? Double O one. Yeah. Got none? Yeah, how about how about you, the doctor? You got anything? Is this the National Enquirer? <laughs> yeah, this is. Oh, yeah. Inquiring minds. <laughs> on the front page of the National Enquirer. <laughs> no, there's nothing good on here. It's not like three-headed aliens or... What happened to the National Enquirer? Well, they got bashed a lot. Oh, Colombian drug lord may have plotted to kidnap JFK Jr. <laughs> <laughs> that one's good. Okay, tell us a bit more of that, Doctor. What you got for your business of quickness tonight? Lightning news nugget. Apparently, there were many references to Florida and to New York in files before JFK Jr.'s death. Um, he lived in the city drug culture. JFK? JFK Jr. Yeah, really? He lived a pretty carefree life in Manhattan. Oh, dude, that guy was doing straight up coke off of Hooker's tits, dude. I'm sure. His wife, Carolyn Bassetta, was fearful of him getting attacked and kidnapped. There you go. If there's one thing I learned from Scarface, you never touch the yayo, dude. <laughs> that's right. Maybe that's another public service announcement. Don't touch <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> Ever. I was really hoping the uh, Inquirer would have like a front page alien story or or bigfoot finally captured story i mean you can't even get a tiger king story on here you heard this about is not the uh inquirer i grew up with nick sure. cage is coming out with a miniseries i guess on tiger king. yeah nick cage i was just about to say that yeah he's the uh, uh joe exotic <laughs> looks like national inquirer is pretty much people magazine now what was that dude's name he played joe dirt david, david spade david spade, yeah. david yeah. spade should have played tiger king <laughs> well uh that is a very um just stay off the coke quick <laughs> well cool i guess the big question for me is how, how are you guys down in sarasota that close together are you guys seeing like grim reapers on the beach and shit like i've been reading about like there's a darth vader and grim reaper objects in the camera look closer than they appear so you guys are actually like 18 feet apart yeah, like six feet away we just don't look that far away you have the zoom rear view filter on i got it one's got a giant head he's actually 20 feet away <laughs> 15 love i'm gonna go ahead and give it to you <laughs>
right. <laughs> That's important. Trust me. There are rules in this game that you don't even know that you're playing by. <laughs> story so, of my life. Uh, it's a story. That is, All right, that 30 is, fucking uh, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. 001, you got to catch up. I would say drink, but it seems like you're licensed to do so. All right, so I want to touch on this real quick, Imani, now that we're in the spotlight. All right, exactly what things have been addressed, because I saw you at Mr. Clean's house yeah. on Saturday. We were doing social bubbling. I saw you on Saturday, and you were, like, trying to put on the happy, good-to-see-you face. You were pissed. I know it. Dude, I was just exhausted. Yep. What house projects have you been working on? Wait, two weeks ago, you cut down a fucking tree. Yeah, I had to put on a front porch. Front porch? That's what got you on Saturday. And then this week has been... A back patio and fire pit. And then you've got the awning. Yep, that's coming up. What else you installed? The shutters? <laughs> the shutters, that's coming. We're redoing the outside of the house because we redid the inside of the house. How about the garage? What you got planned for in there? No, my wife's making me put the hot tub outside. <laughs> okay. I, I want the hot tub in the garage. Now, can we talk about this hot tub? Yeah. Right when this quarantining thing happened. Yeah. E-Money. No, um, not E-Money. Honey Badger. Okay, Honey Badger. Okay, we'll, we'll put the blame on her. Yeah. Honey Badger she, ordered a inflatable hot tub. An, an inflatable How hot tub. How much did this this bitch run you? So this certain model was, if you would go to like Home Depot or whatnot or Amazon, it's like $5.99. $599. Yeah. Okay. She got it for like half of that off of a discount website. But we still haven't received our hot tub. Now, I've, I've heard you've made calls to yeah. inquire about the status of your shipment. Yeah, well, so Daddy Badger ordered a guitar for teenage daughter, and it's been like three weeks, too. So, like, everything is slow shipped. So now I'm just like, maybe that hot tub will come. I don't know. This has been, I don't know how many days in quarantine. Um, we're coming up on near 60 days. Like, I could probably could have walked it to your house if from, not, from to Ithaca to York, wherever. Outside. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna have to do the permanent one. Put it next to the fire pit. That's that would be pretty cool. We're doing new decks. So. Oh, okay. So. Is he going on or under the deck? Under the deck. Very nice. Yep. So yeah. It'll be enclosed, like screened in and stuff like that. So what about you guys? Have you had any special projects that you've been working on during quarantine? No, I've been avoiding projects. Um, like like the plague, like the corona, if you will. Yeah, I do need to replace some decking on my dock before somebody falls through into the shark-infested waters. So wow. that actually might happen this weekend. So let me ask a question because, you know, I've, I've never seen the, the house. But you have a dock connected to your house that is actually out into the water. Uh, yes. That is pretty fucking badass. It's big pimping. Yeah, it's big pimping. Right over, well, there's, well, there's the pool. The right over my shoulder it is the pool. Actually. Hey, we're going on a ride, folks. <laughs> Fuck it. It's cool. Very nice. With the obscene, obscenely enormous inflatable sperm whale. Not making up for anything, are you, doctor? <laughs> <laughs> there's the water. Wow. The kayak, there's the water, there's the dock and the boat. That's very close. It's kind of dark. He's not moving That's back it. to Georgia or Ohio. Why the fuck would you? <laughs> Only if the grid yeah, goes down. Yes. Yeah. Not even if the grid goes down. Very nice. I swear, <laughs> this is... the home studio. Nice. That is awesome. That's awesome, man. 001, you totally missed the, the tour. MTV's missed, Cribs. Yeah. <laughs> you missed the tours. Next, we're going to go check out the Lamborghinis. You want to come with? <laughs> That's at our other friend's house. Yes, we've mentioned him before, the Tire King. E-Money is He's king of the north. He's the king of the south. The Tire King is uh, akin to the Tiger King, I think. He, I saved my Ferrari, but I drove my Jeep here instead. You're in good company. <laughs> Multiple people on this podcast are Jeep aficionados and, and Jeep yeah. owners and love it. Amen but I, I'm not one of them. <laughs> but He's got a uh, wicked mall cruiser. You'd be proud. Yeah, mall crawler. Yes. Mall crawler. Yes, very yeah. nice. Yeah. I'm about to significantly upgrade it again. There you go. What are you getting? Uh, right now, I've got 35s. and got a three-inch lift and some nice wheels. And nice. About to get the front bumper upgraded with a winch and some lights and the back bumper and kind of a few other little small little toys. Yeah, actually, we were just discussing about, yeah, it was a good time to buy some stocks while they're cheap. And he's like, yeah, that's a good idea, but I got some shit I want to get for my Jeep, so. <laughs> <laughs> priorities, man, priorities. I feel you. I want to make an investment that's really going to pay off. 
off. <laughs> and bitches. <laughs> so you guys were asking what, we, what our projects are. So he's uh, so I've been like getting ready to move. Oh so once shit! My house, so once my house goes, this chief's paid off, and uh, it's time to trick it out some more. Hell yeah! He's moving to Tampa. Yeah, Tampa's a good area. Yeah, I'm excited about it. That's awesome. And now what? Thirteen days? Yeah, fifteen days. Are you all packed up? Days I've done most of it. I mean, I've been like prepping for moving for like at least six months. You've known that long that you were going to move? Yeah, I've had a lot of things to do around the house. Uh, my girlfriend has a, uh, a lease in her apartment until like June. So, uh, yeah, I was basically waiting for her and giving me time to fix things around the house before I sold it, put on the market. It's always interesting to hear how things are yeah. different during this pandemic. How has the, been the closing process? Has it gotten completely shit-canned or like have the gears ground down at all? So far, I was really concerned that uh, even selling my house like during the pandemic would be a shit show and I wouldn't be able to sell the house at all. So I sold my house in 10 days. Damn. Shit, um, man. The market's still hot. And my friend sold his house in one day. Wow. So, I mean, he had it on the market with, like by owner before, but once he got a realtor, man, it was sold on, in one day. And Shit. both of us got asking price minus like closing fees for wow. the most part. And so Friday, to know for sure if it's closed. So I guess they got their conditional loan approval. Um, and then Friday, I guess it should be more or less a done deal. And I close in two weeks from well, tomorrow. To you, sir, wow. we're going to go ahead and give you a 15 love oh, and yeah. a weekend social for you. Weekend social. Oh, yeah. Cheers. 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 So backstory. The doctor in E-Money. You guys were fraternity brothers from long ago. One of the things we love to ask of anybody who knows either of us is, do you have any like really fun? Money and or embarrassing e-money stories oh, that fuck. you could like punch them in the balls. <laughs> yeah, oh, don't tell that story. Don't tell that. Tell that fucking story. Yeah, I'd like to hear that story. He's yeah. got so many of those that he probably can't even think of just one. <laughs> That's his problem. Many. That's my problem. Things. I can tell you, we'll have you back. <laughs> No worries. <laughs> what about when he drove his Jeep into the side of the fraternity house? Oh, this is a good one. I haven't heard this one. <laughs> so let's get some context here. Fraternity house. What happened with the Jeep? Uh, oh, I mean, I fucked up the. Yeah, I fucked up the Jeep. I had to yeah, fix it. It's a Jeep. Yeah. You know what? I did it myself because I was so fucking poor in college that I literally took the insurance money, bought all the parts, put them on myself, took the rest of the money to buy beer. <laughs> but dude, I crashed through that fucking house. I guess my insurance paid out like 30 grand to fix the damn house. That was the problem. It was probably, what was that, like a 95 Jeep or 94, something like yeah, that? It was, yeah, I think, yeah, it was a 94, I think. It was a round headlight, or no way. It was square. square. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. It was a full leaf spring. It was like you run over a penny, your head would hit the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. It was like the worst ride of any vehicle. Bright ever. red with chrome rims. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, shit. I bet you were the kid that was wearing, like, the yellow tinted glasses, too. No, but it could be, like, 40 degrees out, and I'd still have my top off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. <laughs> wearing shorts. Yeah. <laughs> I, drove, I drove that Jeep to uh, Panama City with, like, six people in it. <laughs> like, 12 hours straight through with, like, six people in that fucking Jeep. It was stick, too. So what part of the house actually was like, run? how did you run into the fucking house? Well, dude, I was kind of pissed off about something. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and I might've been, I might've been a little bit drunk too, but. Yeah, yeah there might've been a little bit of alcohol. There might've been a little bit of alcohol. It was a little bit of day, dr day drinking. So. I'm sure it was because of the snow and ice probably. No, it was not. <laughs> but I did like peel out. We had a gravel drive and then I lost it and like at 40 miles an hour at the freaking house. Ain't, ain't no one no one was physically injured by this. No. Just but emotionally. I took, out, I took out a door. Just emotional scars, like not the physical door, ones. The side porch. It was like the whole entire side porch thing. Yeah. On the chimney and... <laughs> <laughs> have they kind of a side swipe. Have they renamed that wing of the house the the e money wing? No. <laughs> like... No. No. <laughs> there were definitely people on the internet. There were people like diving for cover. <laughs> If we had like cell phones back then, it would have been horrible. If we had cell phone cameras back then, we'd all be in prison. Oh yes. yeah, no doubt. hundred percent agree on that. Positive. <laughs> I couldn't Allegedly. imagine growing up today. Allegedly. Let's flip the script. Do you have any like embarrassing doctor <laughs> stories that you'd like to bring up? Oh, I have drugged this kid <laughs> <Yeah>. around everywhere. <laughs> well, what's been the most awkward? 
don't know, whatever it was, I probably was blacked out. So most of the time, say anything, and I wouldn't, I couldn't call. Yeah, there's been just a couple of those. What about what about you, Double O One? Start moving independently like a chameleon, or 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 a seahorse. (laughs) What about you, Double O One? You got any uh, you got any dirt on uh, the doctor you want to dish? No, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. So many to choose from. I mean, was it Key West? Was it where we went down to Key West with uh, Tire King? That was. I mean, that was a good one. Most of the stories that he could dish on me, he was right there with me, equally hammered. So that's that is thinking of a story more dishing on myself than him. Yeah, <laughs> that works. Which one is that? <laughs> uh, I remember uh, my 30th birthday. I was on the back of his boat, and, uh, and I'm like, I had to take a leak, so I had to take a leak off the back of his boat. And uh, so, meanwhile, it's like three o'clock in the morning, and we already closed down the strip clubs. Yeah, so n- <laughs> nice, nice and sober at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was yeah super sober. So yeah, so we were cruising on this boat. I was being off the back and looked around like checking on me and he's like where'd double one go man where'd you go so i fell in the water <laughs> off the back like, of the boat yeah this is an i'm in the intercoastal damn in the middle, uh, like essentially like a wide ocean i guess uh, but yeah man i was just like hammered in the middle of the ocean just watching the boat go away <laughs> 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 holy shit <laughs> you read about that well actually you watch shit like that in the movies yeah <laughs> we were literally like talking we, we would take my boat out for after hours like late night like yeah. shut down the cars and then take beer out on the boat and just go cruise these are our in the awesome idea category like. <laughs> yeah and this, this is us and, and a couple girls and they're like in the front of the boat and we're talking to the girls like he's sitting next to me and we're talking to the girls and like literally I'm talking to them like telling story I'm like right 001 like 001 <laughs> Like, see, he's not there. The uh, it took us a while to find him. <laughs> it was way back. Yeah, I five minutes or whatever. It was, Damn. Uh, it was pretty epic. 001 for self-deprecating humor. <laughs> 30 love. 30 love. All right. You guys, you guys fans of the seltzer movement? I am not. Can't do the seltzer. I don't like soda either, like vodka or got anything in soda. I like it. I got to switch my drinks up or I get just tired of it. I'm all over the place. I will have to say the uh, the Natty Light seltzer, it sounds so fucking stupid, but yeah. I swear to Christ, they're Aloha Beach that's like a peach mango. Yeah, I heard it, one was amazing. It is. It'll knock your fucking dick in the dirt, dude. It is so yeah. fucking good, and it's 6% alcohol. It's like Natty Light did something right for the first time in 50 years. They're one and only yeah. time. Yeah. They're one Why? and only time. They saved me in college because it was Blue cheap. Moon beer is really good. I can't drink those wheat beers, though, man. Uh, Speaking of Natty Light, P-Money, you remember the uh, porch crawlers? Oh, hell Yeah. Oh, yeah. Natty Light Pink Lemonade. We'd have a porch crawler in one hand and a bush light in the other. What the fuck is a porch crawler? <laughs> Dude, it's a so, whole bunch of Natty Light and Kool-Aid and bottles so, of vodka. So here's what it was. This, what's great is the cred to this goes to a bunch of sorority girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> off-campus house down the street from us that a bunch of uh, sorority girls would always live in. They would take one of those big 65-quart igloo coolers with yeah. the tap on the end. They would take two 30-packs of cheap beer, like Natty Light, usually, or whatever. Two bottles of grocery store vodka. Watered down vodka. Oh, it's like so yeah. fucking nasty, vodka. dude. I, I'm getting so like a headache right now. Vodka. Yeah. Two bottles of that, like half a dozen of the frozen pink lemonade. Uh, <laughs> frozen things. And then a couple bags of ice and pour it all into the cooler. Mix it all together. And then just closing, you drink it out of the tap, just hanging off the edge of the porch. My butthole hurts just hearing that recipe. <laughs> oh, my God. It just tasted like carbonated pink lemonade and you would get fucked up and it was called porch crawlers because people would be like crawling off of the porch yes <laughs> yes it was like famous sometimes we'd put gummy worms in there sometimes you put gummy bears in there sometimes real vodka in there instead of the uh, grocery store oh and then, it, and then it's fucking on it's <laughs> on oh, yeah, it's just... i mean yeah, somebody got paid it, like, <laughs> off the porch. it was like rolling off the porch so i went to a small liberal arts school in tennessee 
Take a guess. It's one of two. Middle of nowhere. We drank because there's nothing else to fucking do. Middle of nowhere. (laughs) And then there were drinking societies. I actually was president of a drinking society based off of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy called Millaways. I hadn't read those books at that point. I just basically was friends with everybody in this. But they made a fucking drink. And this was during party weekends called a Pangalactic Gargle Blaster. I will post the recipe at some point. It's fucking eight shots of alcohol. It is fucking criminal, like, how much alcohol is in this goddamn 16-ounce solo cup. I had three of them in one day and passed out at 3.30. And I didn't wake up for fucking 24 hours. The person who had the most, who holds the record, had five and passed out in the student post office, completely fucking naked, covered in his own fucking vomit. (laughs) Hey, money, remember the slurricane? Yeah, dude. Here's a story. All right. I had a fake ID back in college. Wouldn't need one now, but go and continue on. <laughs> and so I had to get a jobby job, so I became a bartender. Very nice. Yes, I was 18 years old, and I was a bartender. <laughs> I bartended for years. So I turned 21, and I'm like, you know what? It's kind of cool. I'm a bartender, and I can actually really be a bartender. I'm not shitting you. Just a couple months later, the doctor rolls in. I start pouring him some Long Island and shit and next thing you know he's all shit faced and gets picked <laughs> up by the cops for underage drinking and I get fired you ratted him out you ass. ratted him out didn't you and they, but didn't they, you but doctor the, the you ratted him like, out he, he can't doctor, be underage he's been drinking at this bar for like the last two years there's, there's a little more to that story <laughs> <laughs> we started at that bar because our, our boy was a bouncer there so you know we could go there underage with no fake IDs and we were regulars there. <laughs> because E-Money was a beer before, back. Before he even worked there. So okay. yeah. we were just regulars there. And then, and then I just then I got BSing with, with them and getting to know the owner. Like, oh, yeah, I used to bartend. You know, I was like, well, shit, I'll give you a job. So he, like, working there under the table. Dude never even checked his ID or anything. Like, <laughs> owner hired him underage to bartend and was, like, paying him under the table. Little does he know is, like, best clientele are all underage. <laughs> <laughs> like, hanging out. I'm sitting at the bar with the owner, hanging out, drinking Long Islands with the owner when I get a tap on my shoulder and turn around and there's a cop standing there. He's like, let me see your ID. I'm like, why don't we go outside and talk? <laughs> <laughs> the owner's like, what's the problem? Just show him your ID. Like, what's the big deal? He's like, officer, I assure him. Like, hey, just, just don't talk. Yeah, officer, the, you know that guy behind the bar with the beard and the long flowing hair? Like, I don't remember the owner's name, but I'm like, just just don't talk. I'm just going to go outside <laughs> and get arrested. So that, that ended up our magical ride at that bar that we were drinking at all the time for like two years. Have you ever been shot yeah. by a rubber bullet? I didn't get shot by rubber bullets, no. thankfully. I just got it's, face slammed in the middle of the street. <laughs> is that a uh, is that a sexual thing? Is no. that like one of those bullet no, things? No, this is, this is actually like, one of those to-do story because what, it happens every May 4th. police duty when they arrest you. Oh, yes, so, yes. May 4th is when they were protesting the Vietnam Wars at Kent State and all those kids got killed. Oh, man, yeah. That was not fun news. Yeah, not fun news. So we had a May Day riot like every single year. It was just a May Day to memorialize and party and it was our only day off of school. I'm glad they've replaced that with Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Way to honor the dead. Yeah. Um, so we part- May the 4th be with you. Yeah, but it was the biggest party ever. And the- then we'd get the National Guard called in and you know, you better be shot. You better be careful. Or powder bags. Or- you better be careful like, you know, uttering words like that because you are talking to people that are in the state of Georgia and in the state of Florida and Georgia fans would say the Georgia-Florida battle in the swamp, the world world's biggest cocktail party is the biggest party ever i don't know man biggest party in ohio probably okay let's just i've been to some pretty big ohio state football games i would say for uh per capita for the the size pretty epic for the amount of people getting hammered and stuff going on now also for a few years kent had the number one halloween party in the country too like according to playboy it's like people would come from all over to go to kent for halloween is that why e-money has ended up a cosplayer (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.
Uh-uh. He denies it, but he's a fucking cosplayer. No way. <laughs> uh, let's switch gears real quick. So, downtime, binging, recommendations. What? All right, 001, what is your binge of choice right now? With all this free time, I know you've been, you've been getting ready for, like, moving and everything, but what have you been binge watching during this social distancing period? Oh, uh, we killed Tiger King in the first weekend. <laughs> We've seen that twice. It's going back old school. Um, just shows that I haven't seen in a long time. I watched, like, Person of Interest, uh, White oh, Collar. That's a good one. Um, essentially, just, I gotta take advantage of, I live alone right now, so, and I'm, that's about to change, so I've been watching a bunch of action movies and action shows. Very cool. <laughs> take advantage of what I can when I can. <laughs> <laughs> I know that game. Squashed. There's a show on the History Channel. The Curse of Oak Island, where they're just basically like digging for like buried treasure. And then it's the same fucking thing with any of those goddamn Bigfoot shows or ghost hunter shows. You're not going to find the fucking gold. You're not going to find fucking Bigfoot. And you're not going to get a goddamn ghost on TV. Otherwise, you would have heard about it, right? My wife, The Happening, she will not watch that fucking show when we're in the same room. She's like, you've got to watch this when I'm out of the house. Or watch it like when I'm asleep and with headphones on. I'm going back for that strike back, dude. Strike back. Strike back. You talked about that before. Oh, dude, it's such a good show. With nice scenery, apparently. Dude, there's tons of hot chicks in it and guns. Lots of titties. Lots of blowing up <laughs> shit. What is it? <laughs> dude, there's, I believe there's like eight yeah. seasons. The, the there's like, part, and then you kept selling me on the, the couple extra. It's, it's just called uh, Strike Back. It's a Cinemax show. And they've got okay. like eight oh, seasons. Yeah, Skinamax. Yeah, it's Skinamax. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Skin dude, it's awesome. It's Bang Bang Shoot 'em Up and Boobs. <laughs> I will check it out. <laughs> <laughs> he's visual bit out of your podcast. He's reaching for his phone to make a note. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Where are my keys? God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. I can sell that show. Sorry, doctor. I'm out. Doctor, what have you been watching? Disney Plus. The Mandalorian again. The little like uh, behind the scenes thing that just came out. Yep. They got a lot. They got a lot of cool, um, like behind the scenes Disney documentaries on there. We're like Disney fanboys here. Like we, we're a Disney family. Yeah, uh, yeah. Being in Florida for sure. Hardcore. Like we're annual pass holders, and if my wife and I didn't have kids, we would probably go to Disney even more and not less. There's a, a mini series. It's like a three part mini series on like the making of Star Wars of like George Lucas, like following him from like film school through making all the Star Wars. And uh, does it track the uh, progression and the growth of his fucking chin on his face? <laughs> like over time, it, it went from fat fuck to the point where I could land a fucking B fifty two on it. He's like all those like directors that started in the seventies did uh, Caddyshack and and Ghostbusters. But Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. Oh yes. Yeah. They started like super tall and skinny in the seventies when they were all doing coke, and then now they're like massively fat and can't believe they're the same people that made those, all right, those well, awesome shows. Yeah. So anyway, there's some cool <laughs> stuff on Disney Plus behind the scenes type stuff. And really. Cool. And okay, so you, you you watch Mandalorian. What'd you think of uh, the Rise of Skywalker, which was just released uh, like two weeks ago? By the time I finish the podcast, it'll be two weeks ago. <laughs> it was it was a good movie. Yeah, I'm not seeing. Yeah, it. I mean, how do you compare anything really to the original? And with it, any good movie to try and follow it up with one sequel, let alone eight sequels. I mean. Yeah. yeah, I think people are just you know you have such a loyal and the, the fan base for Star Wars like you can never expect to make everybody happy. I think they did a great job with it, given the circumstances and you know what they have to the people that they need to try to appease. Plus, it was J.J. Abrams, like yeah, the guy the guy can write a fucking movie. I think the line I, I don't know it, a lot of the way things you see people talking about about like speculating about how like Palpatine came back and the whole storyline I think became a little convoluted, but. That usually happens when things go on too long. Well, if if I ordered McDonald's and opened the bag and got a bag of shit like The Last Jedi was, basically that The Rise of Skywalker was basically damage control central. They have to fix the fucking story. You got to put band-aids on all sorts of shit that they hadn't planned on putting band-aids on. So what do you do? Yeah. You bring out the big fucking devil that was yeah. one through six. There's no yeah, other out. 
and, and really, I mean, other than other than Jar Jar Binks that everybody hates, like <laughs> any one of those new movies, you can think if if they weren't part of the franchise, if it was just a standalone movie that came out that had no context with the rest of the franchise, it, it would be epic and nobody would have anything negative to say about it. I, I don't know. When it's got to try and stand up to these other movies. Yeah. I'd say the only difference is The Phantom Menace. It was not only just a huge letdown from a prequel perspective, like your whole fucking drama revolves around a fucking trade embargo. Yeah. Uh, we have to uh, keep the freighters out of taboo. That's your fucking argument? I think what happened with those is they were kind of half-assed because when they came out with those, they didn't really, I don't think they really fully understood what they had as a franchise. Oh, yeah. And then when they came out with them and saw the react fan reaction to them, they were like, holy shit, this thing is bigger than we thought it was. We need to do this right from now on. I just can't microwave something in the oven and, <laughs> and feed it to yeah. folks that says Star Wars and expect it to be a yeah. billion dollar property and not put thought behind it. Like with the prequels, it legit took them totally by surprise that they had no idea. I don't think they really understood how big it was what they had. They also, I don't know, they learned a lot from it. Let's agree on yeah. that. That's a, that's a huge segue. Sorry, guys. I just geeked out. I Star like Wars it. Star Wars geeks. Very cool. Star Wars, man. So, Imani, what, what has been your binge of choice? I have not been pinching. I've been... Oh, yeah, you've been busy, man. yeah. Yeah, so I haven't been doing much of watching TV. I'll say I did take Silent J's recommendation and watch Community, and if you've not fucking seen that show, it's on Netflix. It is fucking hysterical. It's got the complete about-nothingness like Seinfeld, the dry humor of The Office, but also the slapstick of the Three Stooges on top of it. Community on Netflix is awesome, and as Silent J predicted, they might be making a movie on Netflix. I've never seen or really knew anything about Community of what it was, but I know I've heard from a lot of people that say, like, basically, it's it's awesome. It is like, fucking you know, great. Chevy Chase is in it. Really? really? Joe McHale who was on the soup? Oh, yeah. Did the, the yeah. Tiger King reunion special? He's in it. Russian girl from Glow is on it. Allison Brie, freaking awesome. Donald Glover is in it. Who else is in it? So it's an all star cast. Yeah, John Oliver is in it. Yeah, Ken Jong from The Hangover or whatever. He's in it. Yeah. Like I mean, it's it's all star cast. Funny as fuck. Every episode, I get at least five to six like true like laugh out loud, piss my wife off moments. <laughs> Speaking of, I forgot about what another thing i've been watching is the new season of bosch oh ne i've never seen bosch what's it's awesome it, that is awesome it's based off of uh james patterson novels yep okay great series like it does good justice to the books like it's different enough from the books that it kind of has to be but it's it's uh, they do a really good job yeah really good job what okay. uh what, what what's that on it's on prime amazon prime yes i would take amazon prime over optimus prime any day of the week yes right now, <laughs> right now you're getting emails from amazon because we just said that and optimus prime is still trying to reach us from cybertron <laughs> facebook is now going to show me transformer shit in my suggestion yeah. from you the happening found a great show it's on netflix it's called bad blood it was originally broadcast on Canadian television, but it's got Tig from Sons of Anarchy as a mafia guy in Canada, and it is a fucking awesome mafia show. If you miss The Sopranos, watch this show. I've gotten the goddamn rug pulled out from underneath me four fucking times in the first six fucking episodes. What, what is it? What's it, it called it again? Bad Blood. Bad Blood. First Something six episodes. was an awesome show. That's a perfect example, too, of an awesome series that the writers had no idea how long it would go, and then they like went on too long and just strayed because they're like oh this is awesome people love it we got to keep it going but they never expected it to go that far so we're like how the fuck do we keep the story going totally agree with that even when it got to that point you still kind of liked it but yeah Oh, yeah. It, just, it didn't have it. I loved it and faithfully watched it, but I was like, uh, if only they would have like just planned the whole show in advance and been like, okay, this is going to be three seasons, this is what's going to happen, and have it all mapped out. I mean, Kurt Sutter even said that he was like 100% sure when he did the pilot that they wouldn't get picked up. Then he's like, oh, okay, I guess we're uh, right more now. <laughs> That show was fucking badass. Yeah. Sons of Anarchy was a great show. Breaking so Bad, great badass. show. This show, Bad Blood on Netflix, totally worth it. Give it a day in court. It picks up, and it picks up fucking awesomely. <clears throat> 
You're you all right over there? That's that is that a, is that a dry clearing the throat or a wet clearing the throat? <laughs> <laughs> dry, man. Okay. It's been going on for like 25 years. Okay. We're the, uh, the corona. The reflux throat clearing brothers. Oh yeah. <laughs> Got to take that omeprazole, boys. Omeprazole. Yeah, I thought it could be acid reflux and I found it as not. Uh, trying to still figure out what the problem is. That's the reason why I switched over to these boys, the white claws. They don't give me heartburn. You give me a glass of red wine, it's like somebody punched me in the fucking sternum. Yeah. What that the fuck? Or, uh, bubbly. Yeah. So what? What? Michael Bubbly's gonna punch me in the stomach? You better watch that kid. He's an up and comer. He's gonna get you. We're gonna start wrapping things up. We are now to the main event, and tonight we are going to close this game. We haven't played this game in a couple episodes. It's one of my favorites. It's a game called. And you know this. Man? And you know this man. It's a trivia game that consists of three rounds. The three of you guys are going to go back and forth, taking turns answering a question and a specific topic. So there are going to be three questions for each of you guys. Two rounds. We're going to do suicide elimination. I can just concede. Do you yeah. want to concede? Yeah, the doctor's going to destroy me on this. No, one. you have no. I level the playing field for everything. Yeah, don't be a pussy. Yeah. Imani, <laughs> e don't be a pussy. Imani, e negative 15 love. Damn. There you go. You're in debt. <laughs> just, just like the Chiseler. <laughs> and 24.6 million other Americans, goddammit. Be, be brave. Be brave. All right. So, wow. I just made fun of people's plight. I don't like that. It's going to be a suicide round where the top two of the first round is going to go on to the second round. And then the remaining two will head-to-head -head battle. And if there is a tiebreaker, we'll get <clears throat> into that. But don't worry. Each round gets progressively harder. The person with the most points will win, of course, a very valuable Chisler base valuable prize. <laughs> <laughs> we will start with 001 because alphabetical order. <laughs> you have sharp shot us all. We will start with 001 first. And the topic of tonight's and you know this man is fast food restaurant signature items. For example, I'm going to name the item. You tell me where I get that item. If I say Big Mac, you would say... There you go. 001, the Whopper. Hurricane. You are correct. The Doctor. Baconator. I'll take Wendy's for 500, please. Answer in the form of a question. <laughs> <laughs> you you sharpshit son of a bitch. Yeah, correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> E-Money. The Blizzard. Dairy Queen. You are correct. 001, classic roast beef sandwich. What is Arby's? <laughs> Double correct. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor, the monster thick burger. Hmm, I think that's not a local chain. I'm going to go out on a limb here. What is in and out Incorrect. The answer is Arby's. Arby's, damn. We don't have Arby's here. E-Money, Doritos Locos Taco. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. All right, 001. <laughs> A cherry limeade. That is where you Sonic. Back to the doctor. Tell me where I get a $5 footlong. That would be the, uh, what is the former home of the Gerinator Subway? That is correct. I also would have given you credit for the Claremont Lounge. E-Money, tell me where get a $5 hot and red. Uh, Dominance. That is incorrect. Oh, that's Little that's Caesars. Little Caesars. Sorry. Right. We now have a three-way tie. Three-way suck-a-thon. <laughs> you are back in. We're going to extend this round, and the first person to answer incorrectly will be out, and then we go into the tiebreaker round. All right, all right, all right. Finish him. 001, where do I get Cajun fries? What is checkers? I like your style. That is not correct. That would be Popeyes. Because it's Cajun, Louisiana fast, you know. There's fair ups. Doctor, where do I find a Vito sandwich? Jersey Mike's? It's incorrect. That would be Jimmy John's. Wow. E Money, where do you find the double double? I don't know, man. The answer's not coming. It's close to Compton because it's In-N-Out Burger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. You get the double-double animal style. <laughs> 001, where can I get a Dave single? Dave single? It's, uh, I was going to, what is Wendy's? Oh, there you go. Wendy 
putting stunts in your mail. <laughs> Every night, biatch. Those are really chin nuts, Oh, yeah. <laughs> chin nuts. That's what she said. Doctor, where can I find, speaking of double, where can I get a double down? A double down. Uh, uh, the Pink Pony. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Pink Pony. <laughs> All right. The Archangel Macho Man gives you a... Oh, yeah! But yeah, unfortunately, it is incorrect. That would be KFC. It is It is basically two chicken oh. patties with shit in the middle, like, slapped together. It's called a Double Down. Oh, and it's fucking awesome. Double Down. Never had one of those. That one's a lot cheaper than the one at the Pink Pony, by the way. <laughs> You don't have to wear rubber to eat that sandwich, right? <laughs> oh, E-Money, mm -hmm. to stay in the game, you have to answer this one question. Where do I find a butter burger? What, Carl's Jr.'s? You are wrong. wrong. We just talked about it. It would be Culver's. Oh my gosh, yeah. 001, you have emerged victorious. Fatality. You are the big winner. We will have a second runner-up prize. The competition now goes from... He's on fire. <laughs> I, I don't have that, but I got a, I got a Ric Flair for you. Woo! There you go. Wheel yes. and doom. The yes. Archangel Ric Flair's loot you. We're going to get your prize in a minute, but now we're getting to the runner-up prize. E-Money versus the Doctor. The heads-up fraternal battle that has been destined for all time. Oh, no. Now. We're going to switch from signature items to side items. The two of you guys are going to go back and forth naming uh -oh. the types of fries served at these restaurants. One of the following categories. Seasoned, crinkle cut, curly, waffle, or standard slash shoestring. What restaurant? You tell me what kind of fries I'm getting there. You guys got it? Mm -hmm. Doctor, we're going to start with you. Chick-fil-A. Awesome. You got it. E-Money. McDonald's. Regulars. Correct. Standard. Doctor. Arby's. I believe they have uh, the spiral cut or, or regular season. It is a season curly, so I will give you credit for both. Very nice. Imani, Burger King. Uh, regular. It is correct. Zaxby's, Doctor. Zaxby's, I believe, is a curly, and I believe they also have an option for the regular uh, shoe That is not correct. They are crinkle cut fries. Imani, Taco Bell. Regular. That is incorrect. Fair ups rules apply. Wow. Season fries. Back to the doctor. Wendy's. Regular, but they're not shoe strength, but you know, regular. Yeah, standard. That is correct. E money. Crystal. Regular. It is regular. But you won't be regular after you eat crystal. No. Doctor? Checkers or rallies? Uh curly. Season. Curly is not correct. Season is correct. E-Money, Dairy Queen. Regular. That is correct. E-Money gets the consolation prize. I won. They survived. Look at that, dude. I won. You won ish. Ish. Uh, look, I won. Ish. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give it to him. <laughs> Matt's point goes to the doctor because everybody wins on the weekend social. Hell yeah. yeah. six bursts because shit he won the game you, you deserve that for medical school <laughs> for all seven years of your life so that was a long time in school huh crazy. Uh, yeah it's kind of long in these in these ages of social distancing it's really hard to send things i mean obviously we're seeing it because you haven't gotten your hot tub yet e-money yeah delays in, in shipping so we figured we'd be a little bit more creative uh, actually it's what we do every episode of the weekend social but let's start with the doctor because he's been waiting long. The weekend usually is preceded by one blessed day, a Friday. And sometimes Friday is a payday. And here's what I've got for you. The $500,000 payday doubler from the Georgia Lottery, printed by the Georgia Lottery, paid for by the Chiseler. Oh my gosh, there's even more chances to win on the back. I could scratch the ass of this thing and win more. Win up to 20 times, match any of your numbers to the winning numbers. Win the prize shown for that number. Get a double dollar sign symbol and get Guess what? E-Money's going to uh, have dreams about you and have, I don't know, some fun time for himself. You can win instantly the double the prize shown. Get a money symbol and hey, you know, you guys can uh, have some nice little chats on the Zooms and you'd instantly win $100 paid for by the Chisler, printed by some fucks downtown in Georgia. That's yours courtesy of the weekend social. We're going to scratch that off in a minute. 
E-Money, you're based here in Georgia. Business is going well. You might even say that you've hit the jackpot. Well, you know what? You won the Georgia jackpot. The $5 scratch-off printed by the fucks downtown. Paid for by the Chisler. There are new rolling jackpots and a chance at $2.5 million. Win up to $500,000. Match it even winning numbers to the winning numbers. Win the prize show for that number. Get a 2X, 5X, 10X, 20X. And guess what? Get out your iPhone, motherfucker, because I'm not doing the fucking math. I'm too pretty for that shit. And you instantly win a multiplier your prize for that symbol of the mound shown. Paid for by the Chisler. Printed by some folks that won't have a job at the end of the, <laughs> this shit. Courtesy of the weekend social. There's some hand sanitizer and disinfecting wipes and three pennies you can choose from and, yeah. and do all that stuff. Now, now, 001. 001 podcast appearance, right? <laughs> it's his first time in the lime, limelight. It's the first time he's fucking won. Weekend social loot. Guess what? It's the limelight loot game from the Georgia Lottery. Over a hundred 114,000 prizes from 400 to $500. $31 million in cash prizes. Wait up to a million dollars. You can match any of your numbers to the winning numbers and you win that prize shown for the number. Get a $25 symbol. Guess what? What do you win? 25 bucks. Get a $50 symbol. Win 50 bucks. Get a $100 symbol. Win $99. No, $100. And, or get a $500 symbol. Win Instantly win 500 bucks. This is yours, courtesy of the Chisler, pointed by people that I don't don't know and don't give a fuck about us, but I give a fuck about you. And this is yours, courtesy of the Weekend Social. E-Money. Yes. Do you want the lucky Jeff Amit guitar pick? Yeah, I'll take that. You want that? Jeff Amit, guitarist from Pearl Jam. This pick itself is probably worth 60 bucks. It has won more money on this podcast from Scratch Offs. It has a return on investment of a thousand percent. ASMR fans are getting a huge fucking shoving motor. Take a drink, everybody. Weekend social. Weekend social. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, you. Yeah. Yeah. Check my ticket. Not a winner. E money. You're not a winner. Not a winner. Son of a mother. Yeah. I don't dude. care what Georgia Lottery says. You are a fucking winner. Yeah, thanks, man. But not today. Doctor, it might be the Kent State curse. You are not a winner as well. But. You can have this as a commemorative keepsake. It goes really well in a shadow box, or if you want to use it as toilet paper, if you tear it in the middle, it works really well as two-ply. So this is yours, courtesy of the Weekend Social. <laughs> Let me know if you want me to set it down. Now, 001. Not a winner? Not a fucking winner. No bullshit. Fucking 0 for 3. Yeah. And the chiseler gets... I don't know. Okay, well, somebody's got to win. You, need- you guys need to win. I think the only way that, that we get a winner out of this is we got to go We got to go to the fucking... We got to go to the shocker. Lightning reaction. For what? For the final prize. The loser The loser gets shocked level four. <laughs> You guys are you guys are about to see witness like some of the craziest business ever. Okay, hurry you, up. You want to do it? Let's do it. This is for you guys. I am quick. Oh, fuck that hurt. Oh, that like fucking you hurt. something flammable on your hands to play that game. Oh, oh that's two <laughs> fucking podcasts in a row. <laughs> that was real pleasant. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Do it again, <laughs> but show it better. <laughs> that thing is, uh, that's, yeah. Oh, dude, it fucking hurts, dude. My fucking hands is, like, still tingling all the way down here. That looks really pleasant. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it, like it's a great. It, it's one of the best things we put on the podcast. <laughs> Let's just shock the shit out of ourselves and make ourselves smarter. <laughs> Why not just play the good old fashioned Beavis and Butthead kick each other in the nuts? <laughs> Why not? Hey, episode thirty. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, no. I don't want any more kids. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, serves two purposes. Well, double O one, dude. You guys uh, have been fantastic. The Doctor, thank you so much for an amazing time tonight. Yeah, thank you, guys. My pleasure. Uh, we will definitely do this again, either together or independently. You guys are always welcome back here. We're going to give you guys the last word. We'll let you fight it out, kick each other in the nuts to, to figure out like who's going to actually have the final say. Uh, E-Money, I heard something. Um, there are going to be like a lot of freaking boats out on the river this weekend. I think it's going to be good weather. Have you heard anything like that? It's gonna be cold. Seventy, yeah. Not not this weekend. Not this weekend. So it's not happening, right? 
The boats? Yeah. On the river? Yes. I don't know. Why not? Do you want to? Dude. What happens on the river stays on the river, man. Yeah, dude. I like it. It's every goddamn fucking episode. That's the way we close it out. If it happens on the river, it stays, stays on, on the river. river. Have you heard about it? No. <laughs> no. If it happens on the river. It stays on the river. So with that, E-Money, thank you so much for no. a great time tonight. I'm yeah, so happy to fucking. We're back. I'm feet away from you. It's yeah. great. It's awesome. Social distancing. Yeah. Fuck you, social distancing. It sucks. Yeah. yeah. It's no longer weekend social distancing. It's back to the weekend social. Hell yeah. With that, it's been episode 24. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to us tonight. Thank you so much to our guest host, 001, the doctor. Thank you, guys. You both much. have the opportunity to sign us out in any way that you choose. The floor is yours. Goodbye to the people. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for joining. Doctor and I had a good time joining our first call, and great show. Thanks for joining. Number one rule here is uh, what happens here never happened.